Okay, what's it about? This is about the realist deal. This is about the no nonsense, no bullshit, authentic statements which are made about business, technology, entrepreneurship, and any other interesting topics which the people need to understand. People are finally giving a about AI. 15 years ago, AI was a buzzword which you used in presentations. Startups used it to raise money, but nobody had actually seen it. A few months ago, one small event changed this. ChatGPT was released by OpenAI. And within a few months, 100 million users started looking into it. What changed? The change was that finally, there was some sort of conversational bot in the hands of the common internet consumer, which literally generated artificial AI content. A few months ago, people suddenly had a chance to play with an online system, which gave them content, generated opinions, generated images, interacted with the user based on their context, and it was completely backed by artificial intelligence. It took the world by storm. Chat GPT made waves. The G in Chat GPT is generative. Generative AI is going to rule the roost. Going ahead, as we also see today, there are going to be amazing amount of portals, tools, startups, which are going to get into generating images, audio, video, and text, which is going to be a game changer for all of us today. Now, how does this impact you? As a common user, having the concept of just spending, a, spending on your credit card, and receiving an SMS that you have uh, spent so much money to ensuring that you're getting targeted ads via analytics that are being driven in the FinTech space to building your risk profile or your spend profile is all about AI. Today, we talk about the realist deal, about the good, the bad and the ugly, about AI and FinTech. How is generative AI tools, bots going to be good? What are the concerns behind them? And what is the ugly side of this? The idea of this is to get you an informed decision about whether generative AI is good, bad, or ugly for FinTech. So let's talk about how AI has made the FinTech space better. Earlier, you used to have a call center where you had to call call the bank or call the credit card company and wait for whatever God for second duration. Today, there are chatbots which are in, in, uh, which are integrated. These chatbots earlier used to be just based on simple decisions and simple tasks. Now, the chatbots understand natural language or natural language processing, but they take it one step further. 
these chatbots also have natural language generation. And by natural language generation, you will not even be able to find out whether you're actually talking to a real person or you're talking to a chatbot. The advantage of this is that you are able to make it more personal. The chatbots automatically give you the information that you want in a personalized manner, which helps employee retention. The chatbots can also go one step further and get a feedback, a survey, a score from you, whether you've been happy with the bank, something that you can improve on. All this is based on the context that has been discussed. Now, this is a pattern that is picked up by AI, which is driven by the entire transactional records, the spend, spend capacity, the spending patterns, where the machine learning algorithm starts looking at how a person behaves, what a person can actually do, and how it will benefit the financial institution. Forensics, financial forensics. What is the money trail? What is your spend pattern? Are there any anomalies in your spending? All these can actually help the, the banks decide whether there is a potential non-performing asset in, their, in them and how to mitigate that risk. Personalized and targeted marketing is another aspect which is automatically come out. There are startups here which actually talk about not just how much you spend, but how you spend. Looking at different kinds of patterns, your socio-economic standards, the geographic pattern, the contextual spending, the anomalous spending, the goals of a particular person can all be identified or all can be driven just by looking at their transaction history. Simple things like how often a person travels, how a person drives, uh, what are the health metrics, all these things can determine even an insurance premium for a particular company. Now, this automatically helps in risk assessment. Now, the underwriters, or which used to be a case which a person determines whether you are eligible for a loan or the insurance premium, all these things used to be decided based on intuition, human intuition. Now, using artificial intelligence, machine learning, and predictive analytical generative algorithms, these underwriters now have a whole bunch of data that they can choose from to actually give you a score, a risk assessment score. And soon enough, the more and more this particular model gets trained, it is probably going to be an, a machine learning system itself, which gives you an entire score for this. Investments for wealth management, as well as for institutional investments, are predicted based on the context. Uh, you can have models which put in anomalous conditions like we had a pandemic. What happens if there is a war? What happens if there is a seismic event? What happens if there is a, a, a complete crash in a particular economy of a country? How will this investment be changed at an institution level, at a personal level, at a, at, at a wealth management level? And all these things can now be modeled, trained, and constrained. And this helps people understand what kind of pattern we're going in. This also helps us get accurate results. This also helps us bring in the accuracy for predictions. Now, 
claim settlements renews in insurance companies today are a laborious process which is which is a lot to do with processes between different insurance companies between different departments between different people all this can be very easily handled if there is an algorithm which knows not only the process but also the patterns behind it in the last maybe a decade instead of using ai people have been using a lot of what we call as robotic process automation or rpa rpa is different from ai modeling rpas are process workflows which are predefined steps for predefined actions and responses this should not be mixed or confused with artificial intelligence machine learning and generation and prediction models index gpt is a great example that jp morgan chase is coming up with details are not clear but if it can tell you how to pick stock or uh, financial securities it's going to be a game changer for a lot of people but for whom is it actually making a difference for the consumers is it actually making jobs obsolete yes but which jobs the ones which are repetitive the ones which are knowledge based on data but not the ones which have intellect involved in it so if you want to survive in the fintech industry you cannot be restricted by for massaging data by being in the report or repetitive or using using tools to reduce uh, to reduce or to improve your efficiency by reducing the time but we will have to figure out new innovative ways where we use our intellect and these things are going to enable generative ai predictive ai to get rid of all the increasing costs that are associated now if the fintech industry can improve its operational efficiency using these tools it's a big win at the same time if it can help define or predict consumer behavior it is going to increase revenues and these are exactly the tools which make artificial intelligence and machine learning fantastic for the fintech industry so using artificial intelligence and machine learning along with prediction if we can recognize patterns if we can make it more personal get accurate results and ensure that the operational efficiency of an institution a financial institution improves the revenue increases this is a win for the fintech industry so while what i have said till now sounds amazing all is not so rosy there are concerns around ai ml especially self learning algorithms generative algorithms one of the biggest concerns or one of the biggest challenges with machine learning is that the data can only improve over time which means we have to work with a large amount of data for a large amount of time before we can get accurate results and if we want to guarantee accurate results and predictability there's a huge cost in infrastructure human intervention the training and the time which i'm not sure all fintech institutions can actually afford this is a when i talk about time this is not a matter of months it could probably be a number of years and depending on the results that are being generated this can take really really long and this part is where chat gpt the next version 
is scarier where if we are getting in a lot more metrics it can make a lot more generative ai a lot better however in the fintech space we are dealing with a lot of data and this data cannot always be given out easily for consumption so the cost of building machine learning is high add to this all these machine learning models are always trained with humans it is called human intervention training or human intervention learning and this can generate a bias for example if there are certain trainers who have a racial bias you have a problem if there is somebody who has a monetary bias you have a problem and this is how the models get trained now add to this the amount of false positives and the false negatives or just the anomalies which can get created maybe by humans or by the machines themselves can just go berserk digressing a little bit there was a case earlier where one person wanted to fool google maps and this person takes uh, about 60 different android phones turns on their gps puts it on the google maps and walks across a bridge with all these 40 phones and you look at google maps 15 minutes later it shows there is congestion over the bridge apply this analogy in the fintech space and i try and create a pattern for somebody's spending to be berserk anomalous it can actually trigger off a flag in a bank which can probably freeze the assets of a person or i can change the money trail or the money trail gets changed and it can actually create havoc for an institution even today there are companies which are when are being acquired assets are frozen it causes havoc in the company imagine if this was created by a machine learning algorithm and this is where the concept of data privacy regulatory and liability coming data privacy is important because i would be personally worried if a bank is actually trying to identify and analyze my spending pattern which means big brother is watching and not just watching big brother is now analyzing and i have a problem with that so the biggest concern of ai and machine learning in the future is going to be how are we going to ensure that data privacy is maintained the data of a consumer is not misused or if there is a mistake who is going to be liable for this if my bank loan is rejected because an algorithm says i don't trust gautam whereas i have all the proof of being a trustworthy person who is responsible for the concept of trust anymore what kind of regulation is the government going to put in or the regulatory bodies going to come in across the world who are going to ensure that data is not misused the data is judged well or do you also say that this is still going to be in recommendation mode and there is going to be a person behind it who's going to give the final verdict these are concerns which are real these are concerns which are already coming up people have already been trying to bring in ethical ai regulatory ai and these are true and these are real and these are being regulated as we speak just like the wave of ai has taken a sudden big leap this regulatory better catch up fast or it's going to raise some serious concerns in the fintech industry the concerns that we have spoken about are addressable in the fintech industry 
However, there is an uglier side, scarier side to AI. It's also important as part of the realist deal that you all are aware of this. Because of the pandemic, the digital transformation race was on at a very fast and furious pace. Online KYCs became a, became a norm. However, there are tools available. Worse, there are open source, open source tools available, which can re, which can intercept the video feed and do facial transformation. Deep face, for example, can actually change the video stream into somebody else or a celebrity or whatever you want to do. It can do a face swap, it can do a transformation. So is online KYC safe? So though you have a webcam in front of you, the feed is actually intercepted and sent out. These tools are real, they exist and they are exist with very easy accessibility. You, it's like downloading and installing it. These are things that we need to be really aware of and beware of. As a fintech institution, we need to have in these norms and with every kind of problem, you also have the solution. But if you are unaware of such kind of things, it can have disastrous results. I'll float another example. Imagine a fishing bot. This fishing is the one which is trying to entice you to click a link, give some details, and so that I can do an identity theft or I can get personal information for which I can actually scam you for money. Imagine a phishing bot which is personalized to check out a person's public social media profile. Determine what will be the maximum cause of panic. Create a situation around this. Generate a voice call with a realistic sounding person asking you about this situation, causing a panic, getting details about your, uh, maybe your bank details, your OTP, your PIN on the phone without even realizing that you're not even talking to a person. Imagine a photo being sent on your phone about a, an fake accident which looks real. Imagine a video being sent of your only daughter in an accident asking you for help. Is it far from reality? No. Now imagine somebody sending you details of a resort that you had booked and asking you for changing the confirmation details and giving you a discount but getting you a getting your credit card details by sending you all kinds of uh, video, audio, textual information, which can actually scam you for your data. Imagine somebody asking you for information, which only you know, you should know, but you are willingly giving it because you're in a panic situation. And this is not far from the truth. These kind of tools are available today where it's very easy for somebody to scam you. Now let's take a simple example. We are all aware of, uh, you know, biometrics and face recognition for our phones. Can a phone be unlocked by bypassing the facial recognition? No. 
because there are certain standards which have been mandated by device manufacturers and the regulatory to ensure that you have liveliness detection, that you have depth perception, which ensure that you are actually unlocking the phone and you are that person who's unlocking the phone. So you cannot replace with an image. And these, the good part about this is that there is an ISO standard, ISO 30107, which talks about biometric presentation attack detection, which is the part where you prevent such kind of attacks. Small step to prevent an ugly outcast for, for a, a small step to prevent a really ugly scenario for such kind of uh, AI tools, which can be very malicious. So after having spoken about the great part, the possibilities of how FinTech will actually benefit from AI, spoken about some concerns which can actually create problems but can be addressed and also shown you the ugly face of uh, machine learning algorithms. It begs the question, what in the future? There are endless possibilities, but one thing remains certain, technology will rule. As humans, we need to have governance in place. We need to have regulatory in place to enforce control. And above all, data must be protected. Consumer data must remain the ownership of consumers and not be violated and not be abused. The fact is that AI will make machines smarter than us, but with a relative certainty, I can say that they will not outsmart us. And that's the realest deal of AI and FinTech. Well, that's it for today's topic. Thanks everyone for tuning in to The Realest Deal, where we talk about the real deal on technology, business, and entrepreneurship. No bullshit, just straight as an arrow. We always love a good debate. So if there's anything you would like to talk about, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Until next time, let's keep it real.